Last week, biblical question was, have you ever prayed the sinner's prayer? If so, why? Have you ever prayed the sinner's prayer? If so, why? And we had a brief, brief answer to that yesterday uh, in the church service. And thank you all for showing up at church, both in-house and online. It was amazing. Everybody and their mama showed up and fellowship together, and I do appreciate it. Uh, first of all, there's no such thing as a sinner's prayer, at least not in the Scriptures. A sinner's prayer is not in the Scriptures. And so it's made up. It's made up. And the Bible-thumping Christians, they say it simply because the preacher tell them to, and they are too weak to say no to that. They are afraid. They don't want to embarrass the preacher, so they don't say no to it. And now everybody run around with something called the sinner's prayer. And it's just not true. Isn't that amazing? No such thing as a sinner's prayer. And it's no wonder that people are being kept away from a return to the Father. A return to the Father is amazing. And that brings me to what we talked about yesterday in that, and I, I'm coming to understand it even more and more now, that people are calling other people cult leaders, Jim Jones and other preachers and other people, right? And, and so I started to wonder, how did that come about and why? So I asked the congregation about it yesterday. And what I realized is that all, the whole world is a cult, the outer world. Because what I've noticed is that people, and one of the reasons for it is that most people today do not think for themselves. And they take no responsibility at all for not thinking for themselves. They take zero responsibility. And especially in today's society, when I was growing up, and I keep using that because when I was growing up, it was different than it is today. I didn't know that you're supposed to put another man over you, other than parents. But as adults, especially for men, you're responsible for your own action. Everything you do, of course, you're influenced by evil or good, but everything you do is your fault, no one else's fault. No one made you do anything that you don't want to do. And instead of admitting that, they, uh, most people today go into denial. They blame someone else. And by blaming someone else, you're never going to be free. And I use the example of a cope mentality by today's society. Um, number one, I've noticed that the so-called vaccinated people 
are angry at the non-vaccinated people. They walk around literally angry at the person or people. And I wonder who made, what's the cause of that? And I realized that they listen to the government and because they're angry, they fall for it. And the government said, well, let's divide the unvaccinated people from the vaccinated people. Let's start a war between the two of them. And the angry vaccinated people fall for it. But they take no responsibility for that as though they feel justified in being angry at someone else. And then I use another example of this Jim Jones guy. And some of you young people might not be aware. Jim Jones was a guy from uh, San Francisco, and he had this church, and it was mostly black people in the church. And at some point, they decided to move to, it's called the People Temple. Thank you, Ernie. At some point, they decided to move to Ghana or somewhere over there by Africa. And uh, the blacks, some of the blacks went with him, adults and children, but primarily South America, whatever. Ghana is in South America. Wherever it's located, they went there. Guyana. Guyana is in South America. But wherever it is, the, the blacks followed this guy over there, and they eventually they ended up taking, drinking some uh, Kool-Aid. And black people love Kool-Aid. I haven't had Kool-Aid in a long time. They still make it. I used to love myself some Kool-Aid. And mostly uh, strawberry or grape. You know how black people, I wonder if Jim Jones Kool-Aid was strawberry or grape. But anyway, over now, at least 900 people or so. And they went. And they drank the Kool-Aid in the end after they had a the little good time. And I wonder why, and talking to my producer this morning, Nick, about that story, he reminded me that Jim Jones talked a lot about racism and how blacks were being discriminated against and that they were suffering. So those blacks was angry. And in their fallen state of anger, they couldn't take responsibility for their own life. They turned it over whether Jim Jones wanted it or not. They easily turned it over to someone else. And then as an adult, blame someone else for it. And so Jim Jones used this idea of racism, which is not real. As we all know now, there's no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobiaism, Islamophobiaism, white supremacism, Debbie Dadism, Allah Abbaism or anti-Semitism, no isms, right? It's either right or wrong, good or evil, or evil, no good, no such thing as racism. And so the uh, the people, every time you hear the report, report about Jim Jones, you hear that Jim Jones was the problem, but you know, he, the question is not ask, ask, or dealt with, well, what was wrong with the adults that they allowed someone else to convince them to drink poisoned Kool-Aid? It's had to be something wrong with the adults. But that's not dealt with, and as a result, people don't get better in life because they don't admit they're wrong. They blame someone else. And then 
they have the other children of the lie to help confirm that they're, they're not wrong. They don't need to be responsible for anything. It's always someone else's fault. And so I can see in that fallen state of anger, the blacks believed Jim Jones. He was able to convince them. And uh, I talked about women who cry rape. They get into a car, an example, one example, or they go out and get drunk or whatever, and they have sex with the man, and then they cry rape. They blame the man and not themselves. They take no responsibility for themselves. And then they have, they have the children of the lie to help confirm that. And I was thinking about potheads. A whole lot of people smoke pot, right? And then you ask, why do you smoke it? Oh, it's from the earth, or they make up excuses why, not realizing that they have been convinced that it's okay to do it. And so I've been wondering and wondering, because I didn't grow up that way. I have never had another man over me as my leader, except for my father and my grandfather, but no one else. And in growing up, you would hear the adults say, what do, you're not my leader? What the black people during those days didn't think of uh, were not into having other people over them. The women were, but not the men. And so I've been wondering why why, why? And today I realize that it's due to anger because in your, in your state of anger, you're in a fallen state, meaning that you've been turned away from the Father, from God, from your earthly Father and from God. And once you're turned away, you become angry and emotional and living in your head and doubtful. Like this idea of have you ever prayed the sinner's prayer? If so, why? That biblical question. There are so many Christians who have done this, Bible thumper Christians. It is not even the Bible. It's not a sinner's prayer. And the people just do it, and they believe it, even though their lives don't change at all. But they believe it, and then it's because the preacher said it, and the people don't think for themselves. They believe it, and they go around telling others and, pretending that they have been born of the Father and they have not. This idea of God, Jesus being God, they only believe it because somebody else said it, not because they see it to be true. Somebody said Jesus is God, and they had to push it on a pedestal, and they just believed it. And when they find out that it's not true, They'll get mad at the person that told them that rather than taking responsibility to see for themselves if it's true or not. It's mind-blowing. The, the anger is deep because it's wicked. It's evil. It's in darkness. And in darkness, you're subject to evil. But unless you can blame, take responsibility yourself, say, hey, look, I'm wrong. I don't care. You can't, as long as you blame someone else, you'll be dumb and stupid, weak and pathetic. And men, as adults, you're never supposed to be blaming anyone else. How will you become strong 
if you blame someone else for your weakness. And I realize it is due to anger. Because you're in, in that state of anger, you're an emotional person, you're judgmental, you make decisions, at least you think you are, and you, you're just subject to the world, and you blame others for it. But once you overcome that fallen state of anger, return to the Father, you can't help but take total responsibility for yourself as adults. That's why you're traumatized as kids, but as adults, you're born again of the Father you should be. That's why I don't get this thing about these people baptizing children and getting children saved. Oh, I was saved at 10 years old. What was wrong with you at 10 that you needed that? And who made you think that you needed that? I've noticed for me, and it's because of my environment growing up, I know for a fact, I have gone through every phase in life so far. Party, you know, school phase. Party phase as a teenager. Went out and party, had a good time. Into sex. And just went through life, living on my own, had my own apartment, doing things. Work. You just naturally go through And some of the stuff is not easy. You make stupid mistakes. But you take responsibility for it. No one else is to blame. Otherwise, you're never going to be free. You've got to be brainwashed. And then you're going to blame someone else for you being brainwashed. And so you can't blame the other person. They call the cult leader. I can't blame the Bible-thumping preachers who are teaching the folks the Bible intellectually because the adults who are sitting there should take responsibility for themselves and find God. Return to the Father. If someone really, really had insight and were born again of the Father, they wouldn't take advantage of you. They would point you back to the Father within so that you can see for yourself. They don't. The last thing I want is to control people. People are heading. Who got time for that? You know what I mean? I, uh, whenever someone called me in a state of emergency, oh, Oh, hell, Jesse, call me. Jesse, call me. I'm having a fight with my wife or my husband or, or I'm freaking out or whatever the issue might be. I don't call. I'm not an emergency spiritual doctor. And I want you to find the same God within that I serve, that I've found, been blessed enough to find. Who do you think I call? Ghostbuster? You have the Father inside of you. Look there, you'll be fine. You're not supposed to be looking to a human being to save you. There's not one human being walking this earth that can save you from within. So look within. Return to the Father, and you'll be fine. But stop blaming others as adults. Children, I see that. But as adults, and uh, we talked about Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, and I have that story for you. Martin Luther King Jr., how he sold the blacks over to the Democratic Party. He sold the blacks over. They fell for it, and they are still into it, no matter what the Democrats do, no matter how evil they are, abortion and 
telling men that they're women and women that they're men and dividing the races, the blacks still vote for them because the blacks are hematized. They're angry. They can't see. It doesn't matter that the Democrats create a ghetto. Look at California, a ghetto created by the Democrats. Created by the Democrats. But because the blacks are angry and they're not taking responsibility as an individual for themselves, they're blaming the Republican. They blame someone else because that's who the Democrats blame. They blame them too. When will you take responsibility for your own actions? How do you expect to be free if you can't take responsibility for your own action? It's not someone else's fault that you turn your life over to them. What the? Uh, this is from the uh, Stanford. This is from Stanford. In nearly... I mean, in in newly unearthed earth recording, MLK, Martin Luther King, credit blacks for helping to elect John Kennedy. This is in an article from 2004. And John Kennedy, I mean, prior to that, uh, uh, Martin Luther King, Allegedly selling over the blacks to the, not allegedly, he did, to the Democratic Party. Most blacks, if not all, were Republicans. They were not Democrats. But they started following Martin Luther King Jr. They believed in the lie, and they followed him wherever he told them to go. And once Martin Luther King died, he did. The blacks went along with Jesse Jackson and all the other cricket, no good cricket meaning deceiving so-called black leaders. They were there for themselves and not for the people. They didn't point the people back to themselves. They didn't point the people back to the father within. They used them to gain power and wealth by keeping them mad, by blaming the whites and all that. And look, how, look at the condition of most blacks today. According to a transcript to be released later this month, King believed that black voters were the key to propelling John F. Kennedy to the White House. On October 19, 1960, King and 35 others were arrested during a sit-in at Richie's department store in Atlanta. King was sentenced to four months in prison uh, King uh, telephoned, I mean, Kennedy telephoned King, wife. That was that woman, uh, Coretta Scott King, a total liberal woman. Supported abortion and everything else. She did. But Kennedy telephoned King's wife to express his concern about the imprisonment. The next day, King was released on a $2,000 bond. In an interview after his release, King acknowledged, acknowledged that he was deeply indebted to John Kennedy. And so King sold the blacks over to the Democratic Party. And the blacks went blindly there, and they've been there ever since, except for the one or two who have left the plantation because they took a second look. They started to think for themselves. 
anytime you follow another person, except for a wife, father, or husband, you're going to fall into a ditch. It's okay to fellowship. It's okay to listen, but don't hold on to it. The same, you have it in you to return to the Father and become a free thinker, an individual. Fellowship is good, but teaching is wrong. And so I've been wondering, how did all that happen? It came from teaching from the outside. The moment you pop out of your mama's womb, not only you turn away from your father, but you're being taught. Johnny, say good morning. Johnny, say thank you. Say hi. Say this, and then they teach you in the schools, and, and they take you away from self-discovery from within. You have a teacher within. The blacks who, be, I mean, the black, the people who believe that Jesus is God are stupid because they are blind. They are not thinking for themselves. The ones who think that there's a sinner's prayer, come on down and pray the sinner's prayer. They get you excited and emotional, and they bring you down. They make you cry, and, they, and then they bring you down. You're hypnotized. But I still can't blame the preacher. I blame the followers because they're not thinking. We are individuals, one nation under God. We, want, we need the old way back. Men, you are created to be leaders. But if you're following some other man, how are you going to be a leader? You're only to follow Christ. And he's within you. The kingdom of heaven is within. So take responsibility. You, it's not someone else's fault. It's your fault. Look how weak the women have become. Because everything is blamed on someone else. Racism, the man, all kind of crazy things. And not all, not all, but as a result of women not taking responsibility. He raped me. He didn't rape me. You gave it up. Now you're mad. And because you're mad, you're blaming him. That's crazy. And I have some examples of that coming up. Everyone who has anger is brainwashed. You're in a state of darkness, and you don't understand the depths of, your, of the darkness that you're in and, in and the wickedness of emotions. Emotions are very deceiving. You want to become a dispassionate person, not a passionate person. What's your passion? Your passion is hell. You must be born of the Father. There will come a day when I return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children, and that day is at hand. I don't know one happy or at peace person with anger. Whether they believe Jesus is God or not, or, or going out to the front of the church and pray the sinner's prayer, they're not, they have no peace. No peace in the Middle East. So you got to take responsibility for your own action. And then whomever you're involved with, they have to take responsibility for their action if they want to be free, if they want to have peace, perfect peace. It is possible to have perfect peace 
within. And then what's come from within giveth life. That goes in will destroy you. It's amazing. And so men especially, but men and women, you got to know that you're wrong. You got to admit that you're wrong in order to be forgiven so you might enter into the kingdom of heaven. Being mad at someone else is not helping your situation at all. It's just making you worse. It's like a person that gossip. There's no life in gossiping. A person that gossip about another person, they have no life. They only have hate. They're dying themselves. What good? It's not making the situation better. It's not helping the person that you're gossiping about. And then if you gossip to someone else about another person, you go to gossip to someone else about that person. You have no love. What the? It's time to know yourself. Know thyself. All right? Because we're losing America. The government is dividing the people. They literally, there are literally people with anger who have taken this vaccine shot. And you, if you want to take it, you take it. But you don't have a right to be mad at someone else because they won't take it. And you don't know that because you're brainwashed. You're angry. And you're not taking responsibility for your own life. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They got you calling Bruce Jenner a, a she. When in reality, you know it's a he. But you're saying it's a she because that's what they said, and you're afraid to go against it. So you're going to live in hell with and call Bruce Jenner a she. Bruce is not a she. Bruce Jenner is a he in a dress. It's still a he in a dress. What You got to come back to common sense. How are you going to live your whole life in hell like that? Look what happens. Look at the blacks. They've lived their whole lives blaming others, the white man, because they believed into lies. And as adults, they're not thinking for themselves, and they're just blaming. And there's nothing the white man can do to prove to you that he's, that he's not against you. He got to live his life. He doesn't have time to be thinking about you. Even grown men, adult men, in case you don't know what grown means, blame another, other white men because they are losers and the white man taking care of himself. The white man holding me back. It's slavery. You don't know anything about slavery. What the? But you believe into it because you're not thinking for yourself. I remember when I moved to California, young man, I believed a lie that white people were racist after a while because I was listening to Jesse Jackson and that crooked Louis Farrakhan, that angry, deceiving Louis Farrakhan, stealing the hearts of the people. And I believed that lie. For a moment, I thought racism existed too. But it wasn't until I started to question, well, if racism exists and the white man is holding black people down, he's holding me back and other blacks, how come Louis Farrakhan and Jesse Jackson and all... And their family, they're all doing very well. That's when I started to see that that was a lie. You got to question things. Speaking of blaming others, yesterday in church, I asked men and women, but particularly the women, have you ever had your heart broken? And they said, yeah. 
And then I asked, well, who were to blame? Did you blame yourself or you blame the man? And and some of them, let me see, did they blame the man? But they didn't, They some blamed themselves, but they were wrong for blaming themselves, a couple of them said. How are you going to be wrong for blaming yourself? It's your fault you're heartbroken. Nobody told you to get into that relationship. No one told you to try to control the relationship. No one told you to throw your legs up in the air, let some guy have sex with you, and then walk away from it. That's your fault. And you're not wrong for blaming yourself. How will you go free? If you don't blame yourself, take responsibility, you're just going to end up in another situation with another guy, and so on and so on, and blaming others. And some said, yes, they blame themselves, but they're wrong for blaming themselves. No, you're not. That's dumb. Come on, now. Listen. I've gone through a lot over the years, but I had to recognize, you know what, that's my fault. I couldn't blame the other, whether I saw what I was getting into or not, it was still my fault. Then I go free. I was raised that way. Those were the examples when men were men, boys were boys and men were men. It's abnormal, men, for you to blame someone, and ladies, adult ladies, you're responsible for that. Ain't no man responsible for that. If you walk around looking like a slut in some little tight dress all up to your legs and you get raped, that's your fault. You're asking for it. You should do it dressed modest, modestly. Isn't that how you say that? Modestly. Then you won't get raped. And we talked about rape yesterday, and one nice lady said that. One nice lady said that uh, rape was for power. It's about power. No, it's not. That's another lie that's been told to you. Rape is not about power. Rape is about having sex. When a man is raping a woman, he's not thinking, ooh, I'm about to get power. He's thinking about sex. And the more the woman fight off, the the adrenaline goes, the excitement of it, fake excitement, but it ain't about power. Some woman lied to you about that. It's about sex. You got to face reality in your own life in order to go free. It's just the way it is. And ladies, if you've had your heart broken, it's your fault. Because you're not taking responsibility for your own life. Women used to take responsibility for their lives in the good old days. When girls were girls and women were women. Speaking of the ladies, we're having a women's forum this Thursday night at 7 p.m. Every third Thursday night of the month for ladies only. So ladies, we're having a women's forum this Thursday night, all right? Go to rebuildingtheman.com for uh, more information or call 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663. You got to take response, and the ego doesn't want you to do that. The last thing the ego wants is for you to admit that you're wrong. 
because as long as you blame it on someone else as adults, the ego got you. It's going to control you. It's the nature of Satan. But to say, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. I was wrong. You'll go free. It's mind-blowing the freedom that comes with that. But to be angry and blaming and stuff, you're only getting... I know so many adult men and women who are, they're just pitiful because they want to admit that they're wrong. They are pitiful. Just pitiful. Pitiful. It ain't the man's fault you threw your legs up out of wedlock and got pregnant. It's your fault. Now you're trying to make the man take care of the baby, but you don't want him to see the baby. What the? It's time to live. It's time to overcome death and live. But it's not going to happen until you can admit as an adult that you're wrong. When I saw that I had resentment, I was playing God. I didn't even know that that's what it was until the Father showed me. And when he showed me, I was like, what the? And I was sorry about that. And a cry took place inside, and I was free from it. I saw it, and I didn't deny it, and I was made to be free. That's what it's going to take for you if you want to overcome death, the ego. So a brand-new biblical question for this week. Brand-new biblical question. Oh, one other example of the brainwashing and the cult-like thing happened, I guess. I didn't know about cults when I was growing up. I'm just learning about them when I just started to hear about them when I moved to L.A., and I still didn't pay it a lot of attention. But another example is that men and women, when men have allowed someone to make them believe that it's a, if a woman hits you, don't smack her back. And so now women are going crazy, hitting men, attacking men physically. That's brain. That's brainwashing. That's cult-like. No one has a right to attack you, and you not defend yourself. I have not been convinced of that at all. If any woman hit me, you need to know you're going down. I ain't gonna play that. That's stupid. A man should not be hitting a woman, and a woman should not be hitting a man, unless it's self-defense. Unless it's self-defense. Amazing stuff. So the brand-new biblical question for this week, a brand-new biblical question. How did mankind come to neglect the inner but focus on the exterior? How did men how did mankind come to neglect the interior but focus on the exterior? How did that happen? The kingdom of heaven is within. And when you pray, prayer is of the heart, not of the head. What the you know not what to pray for. So how did someone convince you you should be praying of the head out of prayer? 
if you don't know what to pray for, why are you doing it? Who convinced you of that? And you see it's not working. It's not working. So how did mankind come to neglect the interior but focus on the exterior? It's not outer, it's inner, folks. The kingdom of heaven is within. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.